You're listening to This Hong Kong Live, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 6. Our theme is Things I'm Proud Of. Hello, this is Renee. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have Chloe here. Hello, Chloe. Hello, Renee. So, how's your day? It was great. I just finished school. Oh my god, right. School just resumed. It must be tiring. How do you feel about going back to school again, actually? It's really happy just to meet my friends and classmates and teachers and to learn about the new things. Right. Do you feel like a difference between like before the wave hit us and after the pandemic hit us? Like, what's the difference you spot in school of your learning life? I think we have been more adaptable. You know, sometimes we use different media like Zoom as to conduct lessons. And I think that it's really a big challenge for us to learn through online tools. But I think we really um, overcome the challenges. Right, that's really cool. We've been like trying out technology since we're in 21st century. It's the technological world. And it's, I think it's a really good opportunity to learn in another way. How do you feel about like learning in another way? Like for example, through Zoom or other online platforms as part of your online lessons? There are always advantages and disadvantages of using you know, online tools. But honestly, personally, I really prefer just going to school for, I mean, like physically. Yeah, right. Going to physical school is different because you get to see your friends and classes, maybe teachers. Yeah, and that's really interesting. So coming back to our normal life after the fifth wave, sixth wave, is there anything else that's interesting that has happened throughout this whole lockdown and, you know, quarantine period? I think during the COVID, we spend more time with our family honestly because you know before we just go to school go to work and really forget about our families and friends and so i'm really glad that i can spend more time with my family at home and to you know always just chat with them it's really good to spend time with them as a family you guys will get closer because there's more time at home like parents are working from home you're staying at home for school i feel like Maybe somehow in a way it's like rebuilding relationship between like you and your parents, right? Yeah, I think so. And of course, like before, my dad work in a, works in the office. And so we really don't have much time to see each other. But then, you know, during the COVID, um, he works at home. And so we always can play around and just have a laugh. Yeah. yeah, right. I feel like you share more laughter and joy together as part of your teenhood. And I feel like this is a really good experience. I feel like maybe many of our listeners right now, they have like the same experience as you, like definitely connecting with family more and in a way building new connections with your parents because like I feel like as a teenager you start to become more independent from your parents right so then like you don't really like share like a lot about your life to them anymore because we're becoming more independent we have our own thoughts maybe staying at home give us the chance of having a deep talk or maybe just like going on more adventures and activities like having more activities together right yeah I think so and you know before we just always forget about the things the good things that we have actually we 
just go traveling around the world. But we actually forgot that Hong Kong is such a beautiful place. There are so many places to go. And so during the COVID, I actually um, went to some beaches in Hong Kong with my cousins. And I feel like it's a really good experience because, you know, you always forget things. You take things for granted, basically. Chloe, has there been any like thing interesting that you've done throughout like this pandemic time? Can you share a little bit more about yourself? Yes, during the pandemic, I found a platform called HCL Hong Kong. It's a platform that aims at helping underprivileged children with their homework. And so far, we have recruited over 20 volunteers from different schools. That's actually really cool though. 20 volunteers, you said it's from different schools. You're gathering like different teenagers power of Hong Kong used together to help underprivileged children. So does your organization run through these like teaching sessions online or through face-to-face? We run them online, honestly, because during the pandemic, we really can't go out, right? And so we use different media like Facebook Lives or Zoom these tools as to help them to build, you know, their confidence, you know, for example, in speaking English, like what we're doing right now. Yeah. Right, yeah, because I do know that some people are not very confident in English since Hong Kong is a Chinese-based community. So I guess it's a really good opportunity for you to share your knowledge with other people, right? Yeah, and the most interesting part is that when you cooperate with others, you always get some you know, new knowledge and new skills. For example, um, we actually conduct lessons with an American platform called Learning Without Boundaries. And they are native speakers that teach English oral to our students. And it's really fun, honestly. Oh, you even have reached out outside of Hong Kong. That's really cool. Like, I'm seeing how this is going international, which is really interesting. Do you yourself, like, participate in, like, the teaching process? Or you're running, like, a program manager, running everything behind the teachings and all those sessions being held? Yeah, I also help teaching, but most of the time, I direct the whole thing because, you know, I am, like, the CEO and I should help to arrange different things. Yeah. CEO, that's a big role for you. You. As a 14-year-old girl, I'm really proud of you. Can you share more about your teaching experience? How does it feel, the kindness you have? How does it feel to spread your own knowledge to other people that are underprivileged or couldn't really like have the opportunity to take classes to learn English? Um, sometimes it's really weird to share your own knowledge with others. But then, you know, I just try to reach out my comfort zone and eventually I just successfully taught them something. And sometimes it's really annoying because when you're teaching like a primary one child, you'll feel so annoyed because they don't understand so many concepts that you actually used to them for so many years. And so sometimes it could be really difficult. Right, yeah, I totally feel you because I actually have a similar experience as you, but obviously I'm not a CEO of a program. I'm a tutor for various organizations such as peer-to-peer, and in my school, I'm a mentor to younger kids, kids that just um, entered secondary schools, and also I teach younger kids, like my juniors at my school, Chinese, as part of the Chinese Learning Enhancement Team tutor. I feel like it's weird because sometimes, like, you know, you've learned that years ago and then now you're actually applying the stuff you've learned to help other people me myself as a second language speaker in Chinese I do find it weird me teaching 
other kids Chinese when I'm not really fluent in it. But then I feel like it's a good experience from this process. You learn more about yourself at the same time. Do you feel the same about it? Yeah, I feel the same about it. Like when you're teaching someone, you will do more research and eventually you will just learn more about that topic. And I feel like this um, this whole experience is just so rewarding. I mean, you cannot learn this in the school, right? Opportunities don't come to you. You have to find it yourself. Can I ask you a question? Why did you decide to create this? Apart from helping underprivileged students, what first came to your mind when you wanted to create this program for underprivileged kids? Like, what has triggered you into this? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, Tess's exams are all cancelled and I just feel really bored at home you know you can't go out you can just stay at home and do nothing and so I discussed with my dad and that period there are so many TV programs saying that underprivileged children need more help in the academic field because you know they didn't have a printer they didn't have good wi-fi so that they couldn't really go to the virtual school properly and so I decided to really like form a platform and just collect the power of youth and to help them. Right, so since your program is also virtual, have you had, like received feedbacks on how they feel about having this program? Yeah, I do. Um, seldom. I remember that I received a message from parents of the um, child and she is like telling us that her child felt really rewarding under this program because, you know, they don't always have the chance to speak or communicate with native speakers. And so it's actually free, I mean, the tutorials that we provide. And so she finds it very rewarding. And I am happy to receive such a great message. Right, I always feel like it's good to bring people like spreading your kindness to people. It's really kind of you teaching people English for free because I know out there there's people charging like a lot just for like an English class for an hour, but then you're actually doing this for free and it's actually really nice of you like i feel like you're bringing your happiness to everyone else that has received services from your program and this experience is actually is it rewarding for yourself as well it was very rewarding for myself honestly um first of all i meet a lot of you know passionate teammates and even though like we are just you know like colleagues what i call but they also share some learning tips with me. You know, some of them are older than me and they can really provide great advice for me. And also, of course, I learned some soft skills, for example, communicating, you know, time management, etc. And these are the skills that you really cannot learn from any other places. Right, yeah, I see how like you're collaborating with your acquaintances and how like, you can, creating a great team, like I feel like teamwork is such an important thing, like especially like, as a Hong Kong youth and running this, this is such a big project. Your actions are actually really empowering to me. Do you feel like you're empowering other people? Well, I do not consider myself as such, you know, influential. But, you know, when sometimes you don't know how impactful you are. And so what I do, I'm doing is just try my best to help a great amount of people. And I hope that I can really achieve that. <laughs> Don't worry, you, I definitely believe that you can achieve this. So Chloe, since you have created this whole program, do you think like you have faced any challenges throughout this? I think that difficulties are a part of its journey. 
Um, when I first built this platform, we are just like P6 students, and so people didn't really trust us. Oh, so you've started this when you're like a young kid. That's why people didn't really build trust towards you. But then, a you have proved this to people now. Like it's really successful. You have recruited 20 different volunteers from different schools. Like that proves your success. Um. Yeah. I also, you know, use a lot of ways. Me and my teammates to solve problems. For example, we reached different NGOs as to enhance our credibility, and we did this like a video with another like private sector, and we are glad that we did it. And also, we try to use different ways to solve problems. Um, for example. You know, I cold called some of the principals and of the secondary schools as to invite the students to become a part of our team. Um, you know, sometimes it's just about stepping out of your comfort zone, and I actually struggled for a few days with calling it them, but then I finally, you know, successfully called them. Although I, I didn't really successfully invite them. Oh, I mean that's good though. I feel like you're reaching. Out for like what you want and what you're aiming for. Like I feel like reaching out yourself is really important because some you know some people are just unmotivated. They just like you're like oh whatever it is what it is. I can't do anything about a change and no one's interested and stuff. So do you have any suggestions for other people who wants to like kind of run their own program actually? Um, if you really have a passion, if you have a dream, then I think you should really follow your dreams because you know we only live once, and so don't regret for anything you did. And I also, you know, have a statement that I always tell myself is that whatever decision you made, let them come from your heart. And I feel like it's really useful when you're facing some, you know, dilemma. Yeah, right. I totally agree with you. So I guess that's all for today. Thank you, Chloe, for coming and sharing your thoughts and experience of creating this program. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Renee. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show. Please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife@kelly.org. See you next time.